It is draft night, ladies and gentlemen, and we are here at the D we at the DC Sports Brain Trust are looking to see who the Redskins are going to pick up number two overall. All signs point to one Chase Young. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, the first pick of the NFL draft. Let's do this. Cincinnati Bengals on the clock. I wonder which quarterback they're going to pick up. <laughs> I want Goodell's mom to interrupt him to say that they have chicken tenders upstairs. <laughs> or that, or that, or that scene from uh, from Wedding Crashers with Will Ferrell. Ma, the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, Roger Goodell looks more like a profet, like a college professor right now than he does a NFL commissioner. Like a fresh ten-year professor. Yeah, like he just got it. It's kind of weird being excited for a draft when you know what the first two, two picks, picks are. are. And you know what your team is picking, but you still have to... Why does it look like these people, all of these GMs live in hotels? It's so weird. She's probably in a hotel. I bet this is Goodell's favorite draft of all time. He's like, I can control the booze. So because he, he, he doesn't get assaulted by the players. <laughs> Second pick in the NFL oh, draft man. the Redskins. Let's see who they pick up. Not a dry in the house over there in the Borough household. Let's hope it's the same for the Chase Young household. As the Redskins we already are know, on we are, the clock. We already know Redskins. Dude, I can't, like, they're putting Alabama out there. It's like, it is meant to be Tua. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> dude. Nick, what would you oh, do right now. if you just see flash across the screen? Trade is in. <laughs> I would lose my shit. I'd, I'd lose my shit at this point. Honestly, every <laughs> trade is in. It's in. Okay, it's in. We're, we're <laughs> oh, oh, God, it could be too much. Oh, no. All right. I don't believe it is. I it could be. It could be. It could be. We did not trade. This is too much. It could be it could be Jordan Love. Shut the fuck Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is Washington football. Oh, Goodell's about to say it. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> uh, and the Redskins select Chase Young second they, they overall come. as we expected. Chase Young has been drafted by the Washington Redskins. Rahul, Nick, how are you Ooh, feeling right dad. now? Good. <laughs> Feeling good? Yep. Feeling good. Finally did something. Feeling good. Finally did something that you expected of them. Good job. Oh, he went to Damatha. Yeah. He went to Damatha with uh, Marquis. Oh, he's a hometown boy. Then I didn't realize that. Yep. The most. Oh man, dude, I. You know, like, I'm not, like, super excited. I'm excited about getting Chase Young, but not like, oh, my God, we just landed Chase Young. I mean, I feel like it's hard to be, like, wow, we just landed this great guy at number two because you've been ex expecting it for yeah, so pretty much. Like, when you land a really good guy, like, 15, 16, you're, you're like, just like, oh, yeah. my God. Because you don't like, like the Chargers right landing Derwin James. Yeah. You were just like, oh. Or DK Metcalf last year. Yeah, and uh, pretty much bottom late uh, second round. Yeah. But, like, I mean, he's still a really good player. It's, like, still, like, fuck yeah. yeah no, got Chase, Chase Young, Young. He's amazing. I think, personally, that he is better than both the Bosa brothers. It could be. We'll see. We'll see. 
He was more productive. He was but more productive. Chase Young. He definitely looks sweaty. Ryan Kerrigan, Montez Sweat, all coming yeah. off the edge. That is fearsome. Defense could be good for the Redskins this year. The front seven, at least. No, some people on Twitter were like, you know, the Redskins should improve their their quarterbacks and possibly tra- trade down because that is a really poor cornerbacking group. And while it gets bolstered by having Chase Young make the passer have like one second to throw. Yeah. Can you imagine Daniel Jones having to deal with Chase Young all year this year? Oh, man. Might, might be a good time. Chase Young versus Nate Solder. Okay, so Rahul, for our listeners, why don't you tell us the difference between the first round and the second round of the NFL? So the biggest <laughs> difference, besides the level of talent, which is kind of obvious, is the first ra- first year option that teams can take on first round talent only, where a lot of teams even trade back into the first round so that they can get that fifth year to exercise. You saw the Ravens doing that with Lamar Jackson and teams often frequently move back in the later rounds or later picks of the first round to get that fifth year option on prospects that they really like and think will cost them a lot later specific more specifically like QB or something like that. So that's why you'd want to be able to, and kind of uh, something interesting that Nick did bring up was that usually on a year to year basis, you see some players unexpectedly chosen in the first round pick that other GMs or other teams didn't view as first round talents and the public didn't view as first round talents, but they were such a fit for them that they wanted to pick them in the first round. So that makes other first round talent available in the second round to pick up. And usually there's like three to five to six of them every year. This year, there's like 20. There's a lot of um, talent like that in the second round, which really sucks because the Redskins do not have a second round pick or will have to trade up into the second round. I was talking with Nick earlier about if the Redskins do get a third rounder for Trent Williams from like, let's say the Vikings, maybe they could package those two third rounders and move into the late second round and make their selection. But it's not really wise. There's a lot of holes that they need to fill, um, you know, at tackle because we don't have one without Trent. They need a good outside corner. They also need a good receiver to pair with Sims and McLaurin. They also need receiver depth. There's also a big need for a good free safety. We did sign sign Sean Davis uh, from the Steelers to play that role, but personally, I really want to have a great ball hawk there at free safety. Um, And there are a couple of ones that I've been viewing Hopefully they don't get picked in the second round and we can take them at 66. But there's a lot of ways the Redskins can address their needs, um, either by moving up into the second round or staying put at 66 and making the right pick. So what leverage do you think the Redskins have exactly to get into the second round? Because I'm seeing seeing here that in round two, the Colts uh, got the Redskins' second round pick. Uh, I assume a while ago, and now, so I believe you said earlier you want to potentially use Trent Williams as a trading tool to get a third round pick mixed with the one you already 
mixed with the one the skins already currently have, which is second overall in the third round, pick 66, and trade that into the second round. Do you see that happening at all? So going back um, a little bit on what you mentioned, the Redskins did trade with the Colts um, to go back into the first round last year, land Montez Sweat out of Mississippi uh, State. MSU, yep. Well, not real MSU, <laughs> but out of Mississippi State, and I think looking back on it, there's still like pros and cons to this move. Uh, one of the pros being this year is a pretty shitty edge class. As I say that, as we draft Chase Young second overall, but besides Chase Young and Chase on and maybe Epineza, who's available in the second round, you're not really getting a lot of good edge talent. Um, this year so maybe it was for the better that we did spring for montez sweat last year to kind of develop and have that kind of edge rusher um but besides the point it was also a negative because the trade to get montez sweat involved us giving our second rounder last year 2019 second rounder and 2020 second rounder the 2019 second rounder was um a mid pick because we picked 15th overall, it was in the pretty much in the middle of the second round, which is all right. And then, but the uh, second round of 2020 was the second pick of the second round because we sucked. We were awful. We sucked dick. The 34th pick. The 34th pick, in other words. So the Colts really struck out with value. But going back to the Colts again in the pros column, they really kind of screwed up in last year's draft with the players that they drafted. They got a great corner, but that edge player that they got has, is uh, from TCU, uh, Ben Benogo. He, uh, he's clearly shown that he needs to develop a lot to be able to be a good starter for them. So they have that pick. They can pick a quarterback, but with uh, – Philip Rivers uh, taking that star position for at least two years. I'm not really sure that's the way to go for the Colts. Two years, or, two years or three kids in Philip Rivers' measurement time. <laughs> so, I wanna, so, so, so I want to rope Nick into this as well. Um, in regards to the skins, wh- are there any potential steel players that you want the skins to trade into the second round for? Honestly. I don't. I think this is a reset year, and I don't think they need to be making plays to jump into the second round for any luxury picks. Even if there's somebody that fits them really well, I think if if it were me, I would trade back from our 66 overall pick, which is early third round, and I'd actually accumulate more picks in the fourth and fifth round, and just try and hit on a few different guys with the number of picks that you get. We're going to suck this year anyways, and I don't want to feel the brunt of anything we do this year going into next year. I think we need to just have a baseline of competitive players, not necessarily the star, you know, like not necessarily guys that are going to be really, really good, but I think Ron Rivera needs to get a little bit of a baseline. So what he's essentially done is he's cut out the old expensive players and outside of Chase Young, who was the obvious best player available in the draft, he's really bringing in, you know, cheap veterans, 
and guys that just want to compete. And I think that's what you got to do with the draft too. So bring in guys in the third or fourth round that are hungry, see who fits your schemes on offense and defense, and then build from there. I think we need to have like an eight and eight type season to kind of prove that we're capable before we start doing things like trading up so for guys eight, who fit us. So would eight and eight be considered a successful season given the current circumstances? If we go eight and eight this year, that would be a phenomenal year. I think uh, this is Rawl here. And eight and eight season is exceeding my expectations because I think seven to nine is a ceiling for this team, no matter who we draft in this year's draft. I definitely agree. It's plus four wins is a solid amount for, for one year, I would say. Under a new regime, yep. Yeah, under under anything. If yeah. you get four more wins in a year, I'd say that's a successful year. Yeah. No matter if you're a shit team or a mediocre team, plus four is it's a solid step forward in my book. I agree. Plus, it's really kind of like as building on what Nick's saying, evaluating what talent you have already in a real game time situation and seeing which players you want to move from, yeah. which players you want to keep, especially when you're kind of tested against superior teams in terms of talent, see if they have the resilience to get back up again and play at their best. Like, unless Dwayne Haskins plays out of his mind this year, there's no way that they're going to be a above 500 team. If he plays out of his mind, they can make the lead just because a quarterback can change an entire season for you. But other than that, like, if he plays like I think we all expect him to, there's there's no way they get more than four more wins this year in addition to the three they had last year. Do you do you think that uh, Ron Rivera has the potential to integrate his scheme or his ideas successfully with the skill level of a Dwayne Haskins? Well, it's going to be hard to say because the offensive coordinator is Scott Turner, and obviously that's North Turner's son, and Scott hasn't had a whole lot of offensive coordinator experience. It's, it's hard to say exactly what our offense is going to look like this year, but Ron Rivera's biggest scheme contribution right away is flipping us from a 3-4 defense back to a 4-3 defense. And that's the personnel set that we've had in our defense for a long time. It's something that fits in front of Basically, it's a very vertical passing system, um, really relying on the quarterback to either like stand still in the pocket and get whacked, throw a deep one. <laughs> I think Dwayne is actually a very good fit for this system. Yeah, he is. That, that's his game. Um, Being able to stand and take hits from passes, kind of like uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Chris, do you want to do you want to talk about the Ravens at all? I would. No. I want to say one thing about so, the Ravens. They stayed put in the first round. They landed a hell of a linebacker. Yeah, I mean, I wanted them to trade out, but Patrick Patrick Queen for out of LSU. Yeah, yeah I kind of wanted the Redskins to pick him in the second round. This is what I would have wanted um, if the Redskins were to trade back in the second round. We get uh, kind of a Patrick Queen kind of player, but man, the Ravens really got a good pick at the first round form. <laughs> Let's. Uh, Got it. Well, let's well let's well, let's talk about what some of uh some of the Redskins division rivals picked up in the draft yesterday. We saw the Giants picked up Andrew Thomas um, out of Georgia. Um, we saw that uh, Dallas picked up Ceedee Lamb out of Oklahoma, um, and uh, 
the Eagles picked up Jalen Ragor out of TCU. Nick, Rahul, do you guys think that these guys have potential to be a real thorn in the Redskins' side in the upcoming season? I think definitely the biggest surprise was Cowboys being able to land C.D. Lamb. It's a different word. No, it's close enough. <laughs> Anyways, I think that is going to be the biggest thorn because when you look at the Cowboys receiving core, it's Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and also that other receiver that I'm forgetting the name of. Gallup. Gallup. Michael Gallup. Well, recorded a thousand yard season last season. It's just a, there's a lot of receiving threats on that offense. Yeah, that defense. Those well, the, the Cowboys Redskins, defense sucks. No, 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 well, yeah, no. I mean, the Redskins uh, DBs are just going to get destroyed by that. Uh, if uh, those wide receivers do as well as we think they will, yeah, they're just going to get their ass kicked unless the Redskins can pick up some some pieces. But right, Chase Young is great and all, but that. Cowboys O line has yeah. been stout. It, it doesn't matter. It time. doesn't matter if you got a good defensive end. If you're a or good edge rusher, if you, if your receivers, receivers open are like open seconds. in two seconds, yeah, they're just it's not going to be fun. You'll get the ball away in much less time. Pace Young to get can get to the quarterback. And I put that in that order. The next one I would say is the Giants picking Andrew Thomas is like. I think that was an excellent pick for them because Nate Solder has been on a huge decline, and that free agent contract was kind of biting Dave Gettleman the ass. So that was a great way to kind of keep uh, Daniel Jones on his blind side and hopefully help him with his fumbling problems from being sacked so much. <laughs> not, not to not to not to get you guys off, but uh, I was talking to some. Uh, co-workers yesterday who were Giants fans and one one of them was very excited about Andrew Thomas because they he felt that the Giants needed to tackle and then the other guy was upset he was so upset and really really wanted uh Isaiah Simmons that's interesting because Isaiah Simmons um well the Giants have traditionally not really cared about the linebacker position and this goes to even before Dave Gallman they've just not really spent much draft capital or money at enhancing that position. Um, I, a, a friend of mine, Molly, was also very displeased with the... Uh, well, she wasn't displeased, but she... With the Giants pick. She she told me she she would have rather had Simmons. She wasn't mad about it, but she she preferred Simmons. Again, himself. Simmons is not just a pure linebacker. He can do pretty much everything on defense. Um, but I... But you know, Gettleman, he, um, he has a penchant for drafting those hot lines, those big guys. So I think, like, even before, way before the small lines or everything, it was kind of well known that the Giants were going to pick an offensive tackle. All those trade down rumors are kind of fluff, even if they didn't want to do that. You say hot molly, I say big ugly. Big ugly. It's, it's what do you say, Chris? Uh, all of the above. <laughs> what do you say, Mr. Verundana? What do you call the linemen and D linemen, the big guys? Like, there's Hog Molly. There's... All right, baseless speculation question for the Redskins. Now that Jordan Love is on the Packers, what will it take for Aaron Rodgers to come to DC? I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. He would bring in. The big name that's won a Super Bowl, has done it all. Or, but, Aaron, 
But Aaron Rodgers is a goat, Nick. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, <laughs> what's interesting? <laughs> they need to stop with the old guys, and they just need to build something on their own. You know. I I agree with you. But Varun, here's a hypothetical scenario: the Cowboys, either from a lackluster Dak season or an amazing Dak season, can't afford to pay Dak the money that he wants. Dak leaves in free agency, and there is a pa- a Packers team wanting to trade one Aaron Rodgers to start their quarterback Jordan Love. And there is a former Packers head coach who's the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not sure if you know this. Are but you talking right. about the legend Mike McCarthy? <laughs> Possibly. The, myth, the legend. Mike there McCarthy. is bad blood between them, but you know, hey. Yeah, I thought they hate each other. You know. <laughs> you know. It could, it could die over. Water in the bridge. <laughs> like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's, that's like what you tell like a free I can't wait for that Adam Schefter tweet. Uh, Breaking out of Cowboys uh, training camp, new quarterback Aaron Rodgers has apparently socked Mike McCarthy in the face. (laughs) If if this were our pick, who would you have taken? If this is our pick, who I would have taken? It was our pick. Yeah. Yeah, the Colts are about to pick here. <laughs> if this was our pick, I would have chose Winfield, the safety. Yeah, the pick that, that the Redskins would have had had they not not traded it last year for Sweat. What about what about you, Nick? That's a good question. Probably the same. No, man. There are a couple options here. Winfield, the safety, would be tempting. Um... Trayvon Diggs is there. You know, I mean, he's a little raw, but I'd probably go either Winfield or Michael Pittman. All right, there it is. Well, the pick is in now. We're about to, we're about to hear what the, would it be if what the Redskins could have gotten. Hey, ah, Pittman. Uh, the guy that Nick, Nick caught it. Nick, Rahul, another question for you all. Uh, Chase Young, what's your prediction on his stat line this upcoming season? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's very, very hard for rookie pass rushers to get 10 sacks in a season. We saw Max Crosby do that last year. I think he got around 10 sacks or maybe a little bit more. So I'm going to say in even 10 sacks, there's a lot of hype behind Chase Young. Double, double digit sack season. Double digit. Wow. What are you, about, what are you Nick? Well, what are your thoughts? You know, Kerrigan's been a, a – uh, he's been a 10-plus sack guy every year in his career, except for the first couple of years. He had about eight and a half sacks every year. I, I, you know, I think Kerrigan had to develop a little more coming out. Chase Young's more of a sure thing. But my prediction would be – I think 10 sacks and three forced fumbles. That would be my guess. All right. Real quick here, Max Max Crosby did have – or Cosby did have 10 sacks last season. Yeah, I think that's what you would expect from Chase Young. 10 sacks. And he was a third rounder. And uh, 47 combined tackles. I knew he was going to be good. 
I have another question that is more 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 so entertainment than anything else. Uh, the Redskins and DC Sports in general have seen several prominent memes in the past. Kirk Cousins with "You like that," and Cardale, oh, and Cardale Jones with "We ain't come to play school." So, and then, well, how can anyone forget about the Ovechkin? We, yeah. what, what was we, it? we are, we're we not going to be sucked this year. Yeah, no, no, that was before. Oh, oh really? He said it at the beginning of the season. He said, "Oh, yeah, right, this year. right." I remember that was, the and then that's why it was such a meme at the end of the that's year. True. Don't, don't forget the Bruce Allen. Or it was, "We're not going to be fucking sucked this year." Was the, whole yep, yep, yep. The, full, the full quote was, "We're not going to be fucking sucked this year." Yeah. Yes. So what I want to know from you all is what oh, bro, bro. 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 in twenty twenty. Shut up, moderator. This was asking questions. Game Master, Game Master. I just wanted to add. So, what do y'all think about this pickup by the Giants, Xavier McKinney? Yeah, the division rival. Yeah. Let's start with Let's start with Nick's opinion for once. Once. (laughs) Solid pick, man. Does he play a free safety or strong safety? Uh, Free. Well, shit, the skins could have used them. Yeah, but. You know, that's good value pick for him right there. And the last time they had a safety from Bama, uh, he turned into a stud, Landon Collins. And then they proceeded to let him go. The Redskins paid him an absurd amount of money. So this guy might be in line for a big paycheck from Dan Snyder in the future. Google, Google, Google's telling me that McKinney is a strong safety. He's a strong safety. No. According to Google, he's a strong safety. Are you leading us astray or who are you leading us astray? I'm looking at the first are more quarterback than safety. Oh, strong safety. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs. All right. All the, uh, the, the Redskins rival, Trayvon Diggs, was just picked by the Dallas Cowboys at, at pick 51. Uh, Nick, Nick, what are your thoughts here? That is a Cowboys pick. Big school, big last name. And pretty good player. Yeah. Stephon Diggs, younger brother. Definitely, definitely something to um, bolster the uh, his uh, the, the pretty mediocre defense. How about you? What are your thoughts here? His 2019 season is definitely not as good as his 2018 season. His 2018 season, he was kind of unstoppable as a cornerback. And it's just kind of like surprising. You know, they had that commercial with Stephon Diggs, like a letter to my brother. Um, here's what we went through our hardships. So you were expecting him to get picked a lot higher, like maybe some of the inside info, but Cowboys have been trying to hit these flashy picks. They got CD Lamb. They just landed Trayvon Diggs. You know, in the third round, they're going to do the same thing. But it's very surprising they're going after these skill position players, and they really needed a cornerback after um, letting Byron Jones run off in free agency to the Dolphins. Back to you, Chris. Oh, yeah, the... Seems they seems to be the Cowboys' way making the flashy picks with the Jerry Jones at the helm. Maybe you know what? A lot of their draft picks have panned out over the years. Um, they've they've re-signed a lot of guys that were drafted in house over the last few years. Um, who was the who was the Notre Dame linebacker? Jalen oh. Smith. Uh, yeah, they signed Jalen Smith to an extension, Leo Collins, Zeke Elliott. Um, 
Dak uh, Prescott's up first. He was a good pick. He he's new though, so I mean he's still. I mean he had a solid. I mean yeah, but, uh, but he's a good guy. They've done yeah. well with. Frankly, As a draft Byron, pick, Vanderash has been really good. And frankly, Byron Jones, who they just uh, who they just lost to the Dolphins in free agency, was a really good pickup. There's Sean McVay. You know, I'm really looking at uh, Ashton Davis um, out of Cal for the Redskins. He's Ashton a, Davis. Yep. Yeah. He's a very uh, high, uh, very athletic prospect track star, um, and he's. Kinda like when you play these mock drafts and whatever, he often is at available at 66. But there's a lot of teams here that will need um, a safety. So safety is he free or strong? Free, free. So, All right, yeah, all right. The Hold Philadelphia on. Eagles pick. What? Jalen no Hurts to the Philadelphia Eagles. Whoa. Hurts to the Eagles? Whoa. Yo, that's wild. God damn, Nick. Why did Jalen Hurts have to go to the division? Incredible. I need to see the reaction. I, I, I would say, <laughs> I would ask uh, Nick, Nick, what are your thoughts on this? But uh, I, 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 I hate might this. need to go a little bit more in depth. I hate this because Jalen Hurts, I think, is I, I think his game translates to the NFL quicker than anybody else because he's got the ability to run, and he was a successful starter at two programs, two very very big programs, well, Alabama he, and Oklahoma. I think he could jump into an NFL team and start day one. That's why I thought someone like the Steelers would use him because. You know, like Ben Roethlisberger is going to get hurt really quickly, and they need a guy to just jump in and play. I mean, everything I've seen out of Jalen Hurts, not even looking at his ability, but he's wait. He's so, a, what is, so what is he's a, smart, he's a smart quarterback, and he's very coachable. And at this stage in his development, having a coach coachable quarterback is one of the most important things. So, what does this mean for Carson Wentz? Uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, Carson Wentz will be the starter. There's no competition here, but yeah. if, if Wentz gets hurt, uh, Jalen Hurts is going to go in there and he's well, yeah. going to play well. Give, give, him some, give him some years to develop. Not even that. Give him half a season to develop. Dude, people are losing their shit over this. I, just, what, what, I don't care about people. Or who, or who, what do you think about this? I think this is also insane, and I am losing my shit over this. This is a crazy pick. This is basically saying Carson Wentz we love you, <laughs> but we can't rely on you because of your injuries. Sounds kind of like your uh, high school girlfriend, you know, your freshman college. I love you, but we've grown apart. <laughs> we've grown apart. We need to see other people sort of situation. I'd like to enforce social distancing with you. <laughs> so I just, uh, I just texted one of my. Uh, I texted one of my friends from college. Uh, shout out JMU, go Dukes! Um, and uh, I, he's 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 from Philly. He's an Eagles fan, so I asked him. So I texted him about Jalen Hurts, and he said, "Dude, what the fuck though? We need defense." What the fuck yeah. though? What, what, what it, locks up, it locks up a potential question mark where they don't they don't have to worry about that this year at all. They don't have to worry about the court. Well, I mean, like they're not going to be out of sorts if they don't if if. Wentz goes down. 
you really wanted Jalen Hurts. Now, can we get your opinion on this? Wait, what the fuck? On Jalen Hurts as a prospect and why you thought that he'd be a great fit for the Skins and for other QB needy teams? Well, you know, he's not. Oh, I see. Hold on. Sorry. Okay. Um, I was going to say Jalen Hurts and the Skins. The thing with Hurts is I think he's one of the most pro-ready just because of his skill set. Like, like Lamar Jackson's pro-ready because of what you can do with him. So if you have a creative offensive coordinator, he's a day-one contributor in some way. And I think Jalen Hurts has a very similar skill set. Um, there was no pressure for him to start right away. But, you know, I think the thing with Haskins is there's still a question mark there. And with Hurts, there's a little bit of a safety net because I think he's got a pretty high ceiling. I don't know. Yeah, like I low-key wanted Jalen Hurts. Not because I don't like Haskins, but I think Hurts gives you a little bit more safety at the QB position. And he's a guy that's going to be breathing down your neck. So if you're doing Haskins, you might need that a little bit. Kind of like he had Joe Burrow at Ohio State breathing down his neck. Um, That might be what he needs to thrive. And, you know, if you're not investing a – crazy amount it's not bad to have multiple quarterbacks we knew he was going to go in the second round i feel like uh what redskins just released about uh rivera's phone call to uh chase was pretty cool yeah we just heard a uh basic essentially what, what they said we 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 listened to a recording um of the the conversation the two of them ron rivera and Chase Young had shortly after the pick. Uh, what are your thoughts here? I thought it was pretty cool because usually they're very excited going to the draft. It was like, are you excited to be a Washington Redskin? And it's like a very subdued approach. It's like, hey, I want to talk to your dad. But your dad can tell you that you this is the next step in your career. You're like, this is like a ground-taking moment. And it's like really cool for his dad to tell him that. And I thought that was a very cool moment that definitely wouldn't have happened with the previous regime. What do you think, Nick? Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Can't say any better than that. Um, just to add, this is like the first video of any sort of transparency from the Redskins in my time being a fan. You know, they've never put out videos like this, um, anything from the draft room or anything from a phone call like that. It's just really cool to see that from your team. So, I mean, that's that's an interesting thought because like I just assumed I, I mean I'm a Ravens fan at heart but I just assumed every single team did that just naturally Ravens have been doing that for years now with their first second third all of their picks they've pretty much been showing the uh, the first conversation it's an interesting uh, change of pace if you will oh Nick I'm green with you right now we're at pick 64 the best option for the skins is really to trade down I don't see any must picks. I guess Josh Jones, if you really wanted a solid tackle, but yeah, I I, I would suggest trading down. There's no like, uh, there's nobody that sticks out as someone that makes the most sense here. It's well, there there is a few prospects I really like, like Aston Davis. Yeah, um, Jeremy Chin is an athlete freak. Are you kidding? Antonio Gibson? What the fuck? 
like the Curtis Samuel pick. He's uh, a running back, wide receiver, and a mixed option. I'm so not, it's kind of weird to pick him in the third round yeah, when we have sure. gigantic holes of goddamn everywhere. Well, that means he fills two holes, running back and receiver. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> it does not fill two holes. We have holes in both. Look at that! That's so weird! Man, I wish we traded back. Yeah, me too. It's 